The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Remember last week when I started off the show telling you, look at me, I'm drinking a beer because I had a long week? Yeah. Okay. See, how I'm starting off, see how I'm starting off this week? I got a glass of OJ because children are like the tiny little monkey from that movie Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> and around this time of year, they bring plague to your home. Like, I'm surprised I don't have the Wuhan You have flu. orange juice and hot tea. I've already finished the hot tea just while we were sitting here getting set up. I've moved on to the OJ. Okay. That, that, like, that's... This is the kind of week it is. I'm just trying to fight, and I have to fight things off. Because if I don't fight them off, my wife is going to kill me because we have a weekend plan this weekend in which we are getting out of town for a night. Like, we're having the kids hang out with the grandparents, and we're getting out of town. It's like date night with a stayover. And, and that's a big deal to her. Yes. A huge deal for her. Because, like, I don't know. I, what is it with you women? That's a great way to start the show, isn't it? What is it with you women? What is it with us women? Like, you get that night out. Yeah. I can already see it with her. She wants to go to a brewery. Then she wants to go to a winery. Then oh, she she's go- got a jam then we're, then we're going out to dinner. She wants to get couples massages. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure she's packing, like, a special outfit for the evening. Cause she like, is. She's already showed it to right, me. Right. Really? Yeah. She's got, is this is this the special outfit for dinner or is this the special outfit for after dinner? For dinner. See, I feel like there's an, an after dinner, too, here. Okay? Okay. Like, because you, we got three kids in the house. And some of them have gotten old enough that, like, you know, they're aware. We have to be very cautious because we're still, I still love my wife. All right? I'm, I still, she still does it for me. I still have that spark. <laughs> she still okay? does it for me. I still me. have that spark. I do. <laughs> And so the problem is, though, you got to be a little careful now because, you know, you got kids that are the right age that they, you can't just sit there and say, I don't know what you heard last night. You were imagining it. <laughs> so I mean, like, so they like, start telling you that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what you heard last uh, yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so the thing is, is that, like, I know that she's like, I'm getting out of town. She's, and, and this is like, she's got everything playing out to a T and I'm fighting something. Like it was in my chest yesterday. Oh, now no. it's moved out of my chest. I got a sore throat. Like, I don't have a fever. I know there's, like, millions of things. They shut down St. Barnabas last week for a day, even though my kids don't go there. If it's getting that bad on the south side, you know all these kids see each other and after school things. Eventually, it moves to your kid's school, and maybe it was given to me. I've had a kid that's had pink eye. I've had a kid that's had croup. I've had a kid that's had flu. There's strep going around in the eighth grader's grade. I mean, like, and I'm just waiting for the the hammer to drop right before I go on the trip. Speaking of... Because this is the time of year. When the snow hit... I was like, thank God, bury the diseases, bury the diseases in 20 degrees of cold. And maybe just maybe I'll make it to this weekend. Cause if I don't make it, I'm in trouble. Like it's not, it's a, like, I have to, I have to find a way to be on my game this weekend because this is one of those rare times where we're away from the children and she's not going to accept that I have 103 fever or I can't speak or I want to go to bed at eight o'clock at night. Like that is not going to be acceptable this Saturday night. You seem very Stressed about this. I am stressed about this. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. What's more annoying? All the kids bringing home the different viruses and illnesses or when they bring home lice? Oh, that's even worse. I'll take a disease anytime. Really? Lice are, the, lice are the worst things ever. The fact you just said that word, I'm going to itch my head for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm going to itch my head. I'm already doing it. Huge show today. Huge show. Yeah. Don Paul. Former Chicago White Sox relief pitcher, a World Series champion with the Florida Marlins, and an Evergreen Park native. 
on the show. I ran into him at SaxFest a couple of weeks ago while I was covering SaxFest for one of the other podcasts that I do down here in the broadcast basement. Sax in the Basement, the number one White Sox podcast there is. I ran into Don, and we were having this conversation. I'm like, you're from Evergreen, aren't you? And he started talking about his life. And I was like, I should have you on the EP podcast. He was like, you want me on Socks in the Basement? I'm like, forget that, man. You're coming on the EP (laughs) podcast. Like, I want to talk to you about Evergreen Park. So we're going to talk to Don about his time when he grew up here, talk a little baseball with him. He's on the show. Nikki Seidel, old friend of the show from the Evergreen Park Library, used to be in charge of the Chamber of Commerce. That tour has ended. They only do it for a couple of years. Still in charge over there at the library. One of my favorite events of the entire year is coming up this month. Sip and Sample. Remember Sip and Sample? We sampled a lot. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we've been invited back to Sip and Sample. Well, so I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, yes. I've been invited back to Sip and Sample. And I, and this year, she's like, are you bringing all the equipment? I'm like, I might just bring like a handheld recorder. Yeah. Because I would like to do more sipping. This is one of the premier events. And for this time of year, and you're looking for something to do and to get out of the house and to run into the neighbors and bump into people that you know from Evergreen and meet new people from Evergreen, it really is kind of a cool event that happens, and it always happens around this time of year. It should be a blast. We're going to be talking to Nikki as well. Oh, my God. You just said I'm itching my head again. Damn it, Hannah! <laughs> another week, another EP word on the street for you. There may be some animal problems here in Evergreen Park. Lots of things coming off of the animal warden's desk. Listen to this. First of all, Evergreen Park residents are reminded to call 911 if you're using the EP Dog Park and witness any aggressive behavior from dogs or people letting non-members in. They want to remind you this is your park and they will respond. They also want to remind you if you have a dog and you let the dog outside for too long, it's animal cruelty. They will be heavily penalizing people for that. And that exact same desk is reminding residents that garbage cans go out no earlier than 6 p.m. the day before your trash pickup and must be removed by 6 p.m. the day of your pickup. Read between the lines, folks. It's cold and wild animals are scrounging. You probably don't want your 11-year-old to go out to the trash cans and be met by a raccoon, which reminds me I have to start filming my 11-year-old on my iPhone when he goes out to the trash cans now, just in case I get something funny on there. Most Holy Redeemer is having their big trivia night Saturday, February 29th at 6 p.m. The folks running it were on last year. We did a whole show and laughed our butts off at trivia questions. They are going to be on next week here at the EP Podcast to promote it. We should have a good time. EPGSL also going to be on the program next week. That's your word on the street. This is the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby, he's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor. Located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. Joining us on the EP podcast right now by phone, Don Paul. Don Paul, how are you? 
I am wonderful. Thanks for having me on here, Chris. You're an Evergreen Park native and a former MLB pitcher. And I ran in you over at SoxFest, and I thought to myself, like, here is one of the big names in EP history. Because because we have all these... (laughs) Oh, no, you laugh about it, but here's the thing. Evergreen Park has this huge baseball and even girls softball thing going on right now. Their their teams are constantly in regional championships. Uh, my daughter's an 11 and under state champion for the Evergreen Park Girls Softball League. It's like becoming like like a little league mecca for some strange reason, but it's like every year there's some team making a run out of Evergreen Park and this is where you started to play ball, right? That's where I started all at Pee Wee League there and uh at the boys club, sure. I start out in the boys club, uh, I think age seven is when I start out over there at uh, Southwest, played over the, with the boys club and actually went over to AA for a few years, uh, I forget what age that was, but I think 13 and 14, and to, to, just to go over to do the nice field over there and the lights and everything, it was a pretty cool experience over there too. I mean, you are from Evergreen Park, I'm sure some people know the story, but you, you did a lot of that, like you were like, okay, well... I did the boys' club. I'm going to go try and play over at EPAA. You went to two different schools here, like grammar schools and then two different high schools, right? Uh, right. Yeah, I started out, went to uh, Southwest just for kindergarten, went to Queen of Martyrs uh, for first to eighth grade, went to Brother Rice one year of high school, and then decided I wanted to go to Evergreen, so went over to Evergreen for the final three years. So it's, I've always thought it's so cool in Evergreen Park to have all these schools around. I mean, you could literally walk to every school from kindergarten through college. I mean, who's got that? And you can even choose from all these different high schools around there, too, Macaulay, Rice, and Evergreen. I mean, who who has something like that? It's incredible. No, it's really neat. And, and you know, I, I we still have that, that Southside neighborhood feel, you know, and and the, the idea that it, it still feels in a lot of ways what it felt like for me when I was a kid. And I have a lot of friends that, you know, move to different suburbs and they, they don't have that feeling. But also there's some neat little hip restaurants now that have moved in and some cool bars and some fun things for the kids and some nice stores. And I mean, it really, I mean, it's changed when you drive through the center of it, but it still has kept that feeling. And it, you're right, it's amazing. You kind of move from one school to another. I, I'll tell you this story real quick. My my daughter, we're very, very proud of her over here. She just got accepted into Mother Macaulay, but she also she ended up with all honors at Mother Macaulay and an Evergreen Park scholar over at EP High School. She took both exams. And one of the conversations we had had with her was, sweetheart, I know you love playing three or four sports. You're going to have a much harder time doing that at Macaulay than you're going to have yeah. over at Evergreen Park. Was that yeah. one of the reasons why it was rice for a year and then over the EP? Uh, a little bit, but more so I just had more of my friends that had growing up and things, neighborhood friends and stuff were from Evergreen, you know, and went to Evergreen High School. So I had a lot of those that are over there as well, too, besides the sports, but again, a lot to do with the, uh, the the other friends I had growing up, too. So it was it was a good move. My brother went to, all my brothers went to Evergreen, so uh, it was good to, good to go back over there. At, at what point when you're out there and you're playing, like you said, you, you start playing ball when you're younger, and, and then you're playing all around the neighborhood, do you, are you the kid that everybody knows is the best kid on the team when you're younger, or does it do you develop as you get older? I mean, were you the star on your team because you did make it to the majors? Not a lot of people can say that. No, it's it's, it's kind of a weird story because to me, I was generally one of the better players probably on the teams that I played growing up. I was you know on a lot of the all star teams and things, but. Nobody ever looked at me and said, "Wow, look at him! He's going to be in the major league someday. That guy's going places." 
Nobody ever said that about me. Like I said, I was even in high school. My high school, senior year of high school at Evergreen, I wasn't even all conference. I mean, I was one of the better pitchers on the team, but I was not the standout, the guy or nothing. I said, I couldn't even make all conference. Nobody was recruiting me. Nobody, no colleges were coming out looking at me or nothing. So, I mean, I had a you know, nice, I did well playing baseball growing up, but there was certainly nobody thought I'd do whatever I ended up doing. I'm going to geek out on you just a little bit here. We have a nine-foot homemade oak bar that we sit down here and we do the show from here in my basement that I built. And since I built it, I just I put a little some touches into it. I had all these old Chicago White Sox baseball cards that I collected throughout my life. And I took a bunch of them and put them under laminate. And they're all in this bar rail that runs behind a thing. I had to go look after I found out you were going to be on the show. I got a Don <laughs> Paul with the two ends sitting on there at the back end of Don sitting right down here in the bar. I think it's hysterical. <laughs> when you run into old friends from Evergreen and stuff like that, is, is it every, or you run into somebody from EP, is it, is it cool or is it weird that people recognize you as, Hey, you, you were on the sacks, man. You were a major league ball player. You, you have a very interesting major league history. We could get into if we, if we had a ton of time, I believe I would imagine you ended up with a world series ring in 97 with the Marlins, correct? I did. In fact, yes, I did get a world series ring in 97 with the Marlins and I got a national league championship ring with the Phillies in 93, you know, both places, uh, you know, I've just right place, right time. You know, I, I almost feel half guilty about it. I'm thinking, there's so many great players that played in the major leagues who may have never gotten a ring, and here's a guy like me walk around with two of them, sort of. You know, it's just crazy. You were a Sox fan when you grew up, right? I mean, you're a Southsider. I'm assuming you were a White Sox fan. Yep, grew up a Sox fan, grew up going to Comiskey and things, and, and that's why it was just so incredible. I, I say I feel so fortunate. I mean, not only to get to the major leagues, but to, to get to the major leagues for your favorite hometown team on top of it is just unbelievable. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Your family sent you over to Martyrs at one point. You went to Brother Rice. So was it weird for Mom that all of a sudden you pick up the nickname, the Pope Don Paul? Did she, <laughs> did she like that name, or did she go, oh, my goodness, don't let him call you that? They, uh, yeah, they were okay with it. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, and uh, you know, I, I kind of thought it was interesting, you know, the nickname of, of the Pope, and because I was, I'm Catholic and uh, I'm Polish, like the Pope was when uh, they gave me that nickname. So, <laughs> but you know, some, you know, some people, some these fans, just really took it too far, and they're, I got, you know, angry fan, you know, letters from people saying, you know, how can you be sacrilegious calling yourself the Pope? Like, I, like I made it up myself, and I'm, you know, calling myself this thing. You know, it's, uh, yeah, some people just just don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, it's not something you come up with. I mean, right, like, no. it's, not like, it's not like you, no. it's not like you trademark, you know, the Pope, and right. then you walk around with Pope wear on all the time <laughs> whenever you got in front of the cameras. I mean, it's, it's you're not, you're not Jay-Z. Like, I, 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 no. I, I don't see that from you in any way whatsoever. What was the, what was your coolest spot that you like to hang out? Like what, what was a normal, like in, in your childhood, where, where were your haunts here in Evergreen Park? We'd go down to, to Steve's, uh, which I don't think is there anymore, right? Isn't there a bar in that, that spot now? Yeah, it's not there Steve's anymore. a little store there. Yeah, we'd go hang out over there. We, we did a lot of, a lot of uh, fast pitching you know, with a rubber ball against a brick wall over at Southwest. We did that a lot. Um, yeah, drawing the square, you know, the box on, on the wall there and uh, hitting foul balls up on the roof. Had to climb the doors to go up on the roof to get the rubber ball back and things. And then the janitor would come out and yelling at us to get out of there and stuff. But we were there. that was a lot. Just a lot of pickup baseball over at uh, over at the fields of Southwest. 
You know, so that's kind of what we did all the time every day. There was no travel baseball going on back then. Now you're just playing, hanging out with your friends. Living in your hometown, basically, and playing for your home team, even that one year where you had to look at yourself in the mirror and go, why am I wearing a Cubs jersey? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> does that bother you? It's like when you're a Sox fan, you grow up on the South Side, you're a Sox fan your entire life, you get to play for the White Sox. When you put on a Cubs jersey, do you sit there and say, well, they gave me a job. It was very strange, for sure, and, and I was grateful that they, they were the ones that gave me a job. Nobody else, uh, you know, offered to hire me at that point, so I was happy to do it and happy to be there. Anyway, it was it was only uh, a week, I think, that I was there before <laughs> uh, the strike in '94. So yeah, yeah it was yeah. very brief. Yeah, well, at least it was at least it was brief. Uh, do you have people here in the EP still, or are the Pauls out of here completely? The Pauls are out of there. Yep, yep. Still have a lot of friends that have uh, bought houses and stayed there, though. We, you know, we're enjoying it and raising their kids, and their kids are going to the schools and things. So, once in a while, I am back around there in the neighborhood, and it's always great to uh, drive back and uh, see what's going on out there down 95th Street. All right. Well, if you're ever back in the area, you're always welcome over here, and I appreciate you coming on the show and talking a little EP memories and, and a little bit about your, your baseball career. and Happy to do it. Let me know if you ever want me again. Hey, Dad, can we go someplace fun for dinner tonight? Well, I don't want to drive too far, and we're staying in Evergreen Park. And it's got to be someplace I can bring your younger brother, and your mother and I can still get something cold to drink. I want to have seafood tonight. I want to get messy. How about this? I have an idea. We'll go to the Crazy Crab. Yeah! Crazy Crab at 9204 Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park is open for lunch and dinner with favorites like fried catfish, shrimp po'boys, lobster rolls, and raw oysters by the half dozen. And then if you want to get crazy, pick out some crab legs, snow crab, king crab, blue crabs, lobster tail, mussels, clams, crawfish, shrimp, and then pick your flavors. Lemon pepper, garlic pepper, crazy Cajun, or combine all three in the trifecta. And then go for the spice. You can go mild all the way up to crazy hop. Then the crazy crab brings it to your table and you chow down. Kids, get in the car. We're heading up to 9204 Southwestern Avenue and getting some crazy crab. Yay! All right, let's talk about this Mardi Gras party. You can go on at the EP pod on Instagram or Twitter or the EP podcast page on Facebook. Those are the three easy ways to send us a picture, any image whatsoever, to tell us how you're celebrating Mardi Gras. You want to show us how you're celebrating Mardi Gras. And then we're going to select the best ones and allow them free access into the EP podcast Mardi Gras party Thursday, the 20th of February, right here in the basement at my nine-foot homemade oak bar. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have fun. We're going to record a show. We're going to be talking with the neighbors. It's like a neighborhood party right there towards the end of Mardi Gras, right here in Evergreen Park. Nice little local basement party, and you, the listener, can join us. My wife is inviting you into her home, which I don't know how I convinced her to do this. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how much wine she had to drink that night, but now she's not going back on it, and we're very, very excited <laughs> about it. What did I sign up for? Yeah, exactly. What did you sign up for? So, Hannah, we've got some people who have sent us some messages and some pictures and some things, and you know, we're it's starting to kind of build, and hopefully yes. we'll start seeing more people. You can put it right at the bottom of any post that we have. I've been trying to continuously send out posts like, hey, here are some pictures of people celebrating Mardi Gras. Put yours at the bottom. You'll be into the contest and things like that. If you see that, of course, do it. But you can go to any one of those accounts and just send us it or tag us 
if you're using social media and we'll see it and then that way we'll be able to enter you into the contest okay and we'll contact you right through your social media account so that we can find you and you can be part of Marty Brothers. I want to add something to this though because we have some people don't use social media I know that's amazing I wish I never had to use it so I completely understand the EP <laughs> resident that doesn't use social media so if you don't use social media and you want to tell us why you should be invited to the party all you have to do is use your phone. Everybody has a phone. Even if it's attached to your wall, you have a phone. The <laughs> I have one still attached to my wall. You do. You I do. do. With a big, long cord so that I can, you know, walk around the house like my mother and stretch it through three rooms and drive everybody else crazy. 708-459-8406. That's not my home number, but that's a number you call 24-7, leave a message. 708-459-8406. It's a local call. And tell us why you should be a part of the Mardi Gras celebration on the 20th of February. It should be a good time. I brought my wife down here. And uh, again, you see the look on her face when she sees me drinking orange juice. Like, you better be well for this weekend. Yes. Like, if you're not well for this weekend... I'm going to murder you. I think she'll find a new man. I'm just looking Honest forward to, to 24 hours without my kids. Yeah, that's what you're looking forward to. I also have to be well, Hannah. We've gotten into why that is. Yeah. All right. I also think that one of the things is that you're like, you know, I want to go out and party because you got more energy now. Yes. Because of the thing that you're doing. And you, you and Hannah are doing it all the time. You keep running over to, to Core Fitness. But I, I, you came back. You told me about this, this new program that they have. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to tell people about it because you were ma- Hannah was like, why would you need that? That's what I thought was funny. Hannah was like, why would you need something like that? And you just like immediately like gave up with like 15 reasons why you would need it. So what's the program again? Well, I was really excited when I read this because this is something that I wish I would have had. So they have um, a women's health and rehabilitation program. Which I've I've read that. I've read about that, but I never got into this other thing you're talking about. They have some new um, fitness programs. They have pre and postnatal fitness programs. Which I thought that was really great. Um, and I'll play the part of Hannah. Why would you need a prenatal <laughs> fitness program? Well, prenatal. Just explain. Like, yeah. well, pre- <laughs> That's what she did. I thought it was great when Hannah was like, "What? I what's it so was different? Like when you like, put wedding like, you, on like, something? I get, I get, I get after, I get afterwards, but." Why would you need one beforehand? I think I gave her the postnatal one because um, your pelvic um, floor, you might want to strengthen that after you have a baby. So I gave her the postnatal one. Okay. But the prenatal one, too, there's just so many benefits of um, being fit while you're pregnant. Um, And if you're fit while you're pregnant, then it's much easier on your labor. It's much easier, um, you know, to recover, too. And if you have other children, it's much easier to still be able to chase them around the house. Exactly. Yes. So I love the courses. They're offering a prenatal core fit class. And then they're doing a postpartum core reset series. And then um, they're going to start doing the postpartum core um, restore which is also a, a neat class to do too. So um, I was just very excited when I, you know, found out about this. And don't forget, Cora has got men's mat Wednesdays at seven thirty p.m. It's just for men because some men are a little bit nervous about going in and learning Pilates with girls who know what they're doing, and then they feel like awkward. So they're doing just a straight up men's class. You can get all the information on that, all the women's health service information, and remember, it's core fitness and physical therapy. So if you have physical therapy needs, seven zero eight four. 4220990 or visit them at corefitnesspt.com please tell me that you're not interested in this prenatal thing for the wrong reason I am not Oh thank God <laughs> Bring me down here an old friend we're glad she's back and she's got one of my favorite events coming up this month on the 22nd the sip and sample over at the Evergreen Park Library 
Nikki Seidel is here. Hello, Nikki. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming over. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is my favorite thing that you guys do. No offense to any other events that you do, but last year, it was just so much fun. I'm totally looking forward to the sipping sample. Can you just kind of break down for everybody, especially those who have never been there, like what to expect this year? Of course. So it's one of my favorite events, too. And I think what you're referring to is the community aspect. Oh, definitely. Because it takes place at the library. And what we do is invite uh, local chefs and local restaurants to prepare like signature dishes. And we enjoy the food and drink and camaraderie and music. It feels fancy too. It does. You know, well, because, because we're in the library and you're amongst the book stacks. Right. And there's some music playing in the background. And you move from station to station. Yes. There's some people walking around there. And it's like, you know, they're, they're like the, some of the cool people at Evergreen Park are walking around there. Like it was like a who's who when I was walking around the thing. Like every time I introduced myself to somebody, they were like, you're the guy for the podcast. And I was like, you're so-and-so or like, it, like. You just meet all these people at this event. It's such a cool thing to be at and walk around and kind of mingle. And then the food is great. I think I think the vendors that you bring in are almost in competition with each other. Like, what cool thing can yes. I feed people at this event? And it, that's what's really neat about it. I think it. I think it brings out the uniqueness of both the chefs that we work with. So, for example, Chef Kate Bradley is participating this year and Mario Palagi from... Um, Red Palm. Yeah, Red Palm. And we have um, Keith Sichelski, who does uh, cooking at the library. Um, we have... I think Open Outcry is going to be there, right? Open Outcry is always there. I saw John Brand maybe two weeks ago and he was like, you're going in a sipping sample, right? I'm like, I wouldn't miss it. He's yeah. like, all right, I'll see you there. He's so, a good yeah. guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's going to be there with his ale, but he, we pair it with Chef Don Morrissey has homemade sausage and he usually has a side dish like lentils and homemade bread. Um, and then we have 90 plus sellers is going to uh, partner with us again. So what happens is right now, I pretty much have all of the dishes that our chefs and our restaurants are going to prepare. So you, uh, we talked about Sal at Unidad. Yes. He's making something for the event. Titi's makes something for the event. Porter Cullens comes and they serve for the event. So all of these unique restaurants that we have in our community are going to participate in support of the library. And then 90 plus sellers, I send him what everyone is preparing and he specially pairs the wine to go with each dish. Yeah, that's the thing. You walk around and the wine is sitting near the station. So it's like you show up and it's either a beer or a wine. It's near a, a chef. Yes. And the chef has their specialty item and then they have something that pairs with it. Right. And, and so that's one of the other neat things as you move throughout it. Right. So it's not just food and drink. It's a specially paired event from chefs and restaurants who have put some thought into what they're going to serve. And it's on the, the common denominator is the library, which draws people from all of the quadrants, from all of the surrounding area. We have people who look forward to this event every year. And, you know, when we take reservations, we're like, how'd you hear about us? And they're like, we've been coming for years. We <laughs> love this event because it's, it is, it's, it's, it's essentially the taste of Evergreen Park. Yeah. It is, it really is that it, yeah. like if anybody ever sits around and says, why don't we have like the summer taste of Evergreen Park thing? The sip and sample for the library 
during this time of year, which is, I think, a great time to have yes. it because the people need to get out. Right. And that's going to be a great weekend here in Evergreen Park because I know that the village is doing their their Comic-Con version yes. of some, in the daytime before your event, but they mm-hmm. don't overlap because I asked them about it. So they're doing theirs in the day, the Fantasy Fest. And then in the evening, we have the Sip and Sample, like the 22nd of February is going to be lit in yeah. the EP, which I think is hysterical. Like in the dead of winter, it's going to be a big night. It's fun. It's And it's only $25 a ticket. So, you know, if you have to get a sitter or something, it's not extraordinary. It's just um, it's just an opportunity to get together with your neighbors and people that you don't know. There's music by a week back, a band. You know, the fireplace is going in the reading room. It's just a It's just a cozy event. And it's fun. You see people like kind of huddled like in between the book stacks, like, yeah, you know, enjoying right. the brew <laughs> yeah. or like trying some food and you're we talking to the chef. We do find wine glasses occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> a kid coming out of the children's yeah. section, we're like, ooh, <laughs> might have missed that one. Well, it, it's, it's a great event. At $25, it's an absolute steal. I think you could charge a lot more for that event because you have, you have just, you're definitely getting your money's worth at it because I've been to it and it, it's totally worth it. And of course, we are looking forward to being there and, and, and can't wait for a Sip and Sample. How do people sign up for Sip and Sample? Well, there's three ways. You can walk into the library, you can call us, or you can register online at evergreenparklibrary.org. Hannah? Yes. It's now time for a segment that we've done here before, Conversations with my four-year-old. <laughs> I'll be playing both parts again, just like last time we did this. We're at the dinner table. Okay. Imagine it's the entire family. Okay. Nick, you got to eat all your food. I don't want to eat this. Well, you have to eat it. You can't just eat the hot dogs. You have to have the peas. I don't like peas. Well, you're going to have to eat the peas. If you don't eat the peas, you won't get big and strong. Why don't you have to eat peas? Because I'm an adult. When you grow up, you can decide not to eat peas. When I murder you, I won't have to eat peas either. This has been Conversations with my four-year-old. What did he say? He said, when I murder you. Oh, my God. Anna, Erica, Nikki, Don Paul, everybody listening, I just want to tell you real quick about my guy, Mike Thauer. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're your neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of the community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since they're already your neighbors, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425-1559, 1559 at the end of that to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Nikki Seidel, is there anything else that we have going on this week at the library? Oh, this week at the library? That I don't know. This month at the library. This year at the library. (laughs) It's You know what? It's 2020, Nikki. Just run down everything big happening this decade. Well, we have an event coming up in the summer that I am going to be so, I am so excited really? about. It's a new fundraiser for Oh my us. goodness, I have, nobody's heard of this. Uh, I am know. I getting breaking news? Are you yeah. going to tell me about it? Okay, what is it? It's a micro marathon, 0.26 miles. Really? Yes. 
because we're readers, not runners. So the library is 0.26 miles. Like it's a, is it, no, is it a course in the library? Because a marathon, the is, a marathon is usually 26. No, no, no. I, I get, yeah. I get what it is. But like, where does the two point, the 0.26 miles? We don't care. Happen? You don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the point. It's a short. <laughs> the point is, it's a short distance to the library entrance. That right. might be 0.26 of a mile. <laughs> I love it. That's kind of a cool idea. It's kind of funny. That's yeah. that's awesome. Any other big stuff happening this month? Oh my gosh! Well, the newsletter will be coming out at the end of February, but we so for March, April, and May, and we just have such such a diverse group of programs. I can't tell you. Well, people know what creative people work at the library, um, but there's authors. There's after hours music programs. Of course, there's always the kids programs. There's just something crafts. There's something for everyone. And we've started to do more daytime programming. We've heard from some of our um, older adults that would maybe appreciate coming during the day rather than at night. So we've tried to do a little bit more of that. It's just, again, it's it's an eclectic, diverse programming that gives everybody an opportunity to sample something. You know, there there are a lot of areas in the city and around the country where a library is just a place where you go and get books. You could probably rename your facility like the Evergreen Park Cultural Center because of the amount of stuff that you're oh, doing. That's so kind of and you I mean, to seriously, say. you could. And, and I think that it's like the hidden gem in Evergreen that I don't think everybody gets that until they go and they try it out. Sip and Sample is the perfect way to go and try it out. Definitely. Yes. So make sure that you get over to Sip and Sample on the 22nd of February and visit with Nikki, myself, and all the dignitaries. It's really a who's who of people walking around it. Okay, you get to kind of walk around and kind of hobnob, and it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun with the band and everything else and the fireplace going and the good food and the good drink and the camaraderie. It is, it's the perfect little party in the middle of the winter for everybody. And, right. And Nikki, I appreciate you stopping by the, uh, the EP podcast me back Chris another show is wrapped up another show's in the books another show is wrapped up and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one and we'll see you next week and the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Launcher. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.